your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Avalanche fans, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli, with another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche. And on today's show, we will get into more goalie talk. Why not? Both with Philip Grubauer being awesome. And uh, if the Avalanche are going to make a deal for some help for him, and there is a uh, pretty decent article on, I think it's the sports writers. Which one is it? Uh, the hockey writers, excuse me. Uh, where they throw out four possibles for the Avalanche to take a look at. So we'll get into that. Uh, We are going to also do our three stars of last week, not named Nathan. And I figured, why not have some fun and do some trivia? And over on The Athletic, they had a 12-question Colorado Avalanche trade deadline trivia quiz. So uh, I figured, why not throw that out to... You guys and see how well you do. And I missed two of them, to be honest. So uh, we'll do that later on. And I figure, why not? Have some fun. So first things first, follow the show on social media outlets on Twitter, L-O-P-N underscore Avalanche. On Instagram, search for Lockdown Avalanche. Send any questions, comments, concerns, or opinions to LockdownAvalanche at gmail.com. And something new that we are going to start tonight after tonight's game, Locked On has partnered with the iOS app only right now. Apparently, they are making one for Android. But if you do own an iPhone or an iPad or an iPod uh, and want to download the app called Locker Room, we will be uh, taking part with that. And what Locker Room is is pretty much a – it's almost like Zoom without the video. And it's geared towards sports. So uh, I can start a room. I will tweet that out. So uh, I think that would probably be the best way to do it. Uh, Tomorrow will be the first time I'm doing this. So we'll see how it goes. And after the game is over, I will start a room, tweet out the link to it. And then I can invite people in. There is a chat room where you can chat with other people. And if you want to join, I will record the show live. And if you want to join, you hit a button and say, you know, I don't know what it says on your end, but, uh, and then I can accept you in. It's basically like I'm accepting your phone call and we can chat back and forth. So uh, that will be live on the fly. So if you own an iOS device, download the Locker Room app and then you can find me. Just search for Locked on Avalanche. And if you follow me, whenever I start the room, it'll just send you a, uh, a notification that the room has started. Or go to Twitter and follow it on there as well. So it uh, should be fun. Interact with some people out there. And, and after the game is over, uh, you know, when emotions are high, regardless if it's a win or loss, we can talk about it. So probably be pretty fun. All right. So the Colorado Avalanche and their goalie situation. You have to give it up for Philip Grubauer. He, you know, talked about him on yesterday's show. And um, I'm sure the powers that be over at the NHL were listening and then anointed him the number one star of the week 
and well-deserved. So it's so funny because he's he's been spectacular this year. And uh, I, I typically like uh, the score, the, the app, the score, which is owned by Yahoo. I think Yahoo Sports does a fantastic job. Uh, they put out who the, if there was an all-star game, and I did this, I think last week it was, if there was an all-star game, who would make it? And they went across all four divisions. And for the West, they had McKinnon making it. They had Rantanen making it. They had McCarr making it. And they said Gerard just miss, would just miss out. And they also said Philip Grubauer would just miss out. And I don't agree with that one. I'm sorry. Uh, I, th- I know they had, I want to say, Fleury. And I can't remember the, guy, the name of the guy. I apologize for that. The goalie from the Wild, who who has been having a very good season, so uh, obviously I'm a little biased towards our man Grew. So, uh, but it, that that would have been a fun conversation to have if we did actually have an All Star game and people being slighted or not, and he would have been an interesting one to me. He would have been a shoe in, uh, but you know there are other guys in the division that are playing well. And would have he lost out? We will never know. But the fact is, right now, he is playing at a Vesna level. And the Avalanche need to help him. And I think all eyes are on Colorado right now to see if they do something. To see if they make some sort of move. And everybody has their idea of what the Avalanche could do. Uh, I think, again, once again, I've said this many times. If they know what's going on, and they should know what's going on with Pavel Francos, they won't make a move. They will wait for him to come back, hopefully wait it out, and then, you know, if he's sooner, he's back sooner rather than later, and you just hope and pray that you can get by, and Grubauer uh, remains a rock, and when you have to play one of your backup guys every once in a while, hope for the best. If they know Frank Francois is coming back soon, they might go that route. If they know he is out pretty much for this whole season, you have to think they make a move because you have playoffs to deal with. If they were not a playoff team, you don't make a move. Uh, but they are, and and they have to go for the cup. And th- even though this is an odd season, at the end of the day, you're going to be viewed as a Stanley Cup champion, whoever that may be. So what do the Avalanche do? Uh, the Hockey Writers has a, a good article out, just kind of throwing a couple of names out there. Uh, one I have heard, I, I, I've heard that they have contacted, this is what I've heard, they have contact contacted Buffalo to gauge interest in Jonas Johansson. Now, he's struggling this year, but he plays on the Sabres, so everybody is struggling this year. His numbers are ugly when you look at them uh this season he is oh four and one he has a save percentage of 0.883 and he is giving up just shy of four goals a game that is nothing to sniff at you do have to take into account the team he is playing on uh but numbers that bad, you have to really wonder, 
Uh, is he just not ready yet? He's still a work in progress. He's 25 years old, but they've de- been developing him for a while. Um, does someone like him coming over to the Avalanche instantly make his play better? That remains to be seen. <clears throat> but that's a risk. Do you think he can perform better than the backups you currently have? Uh, you know, that's a that's a big, big question with numbers like that. Now, apparently, according to this article, uh, he was in the AHL All-Star game a season ago. Take that for what it's worth. Uh, he has played against the Avalanche. Um, if you remember that game when the Avalanche were sticking it to Carl, uh, Carter Hutton, he came in in relief. Uh, and the thing that is maybe most attractive about him is his cap hit, which wouldn't be a lot. It's a $700,000 contract that expires at the end of this season. So that could be why the Avalanche might want to take a look at him and hope that you know his numbers are poor just because he's on a poor team. But again, if you must have no faith in your backups, if you think a person like him, who has good upside apparently, uh, can perform better than your current backups. So that's one to watch. Another name they throw out there is Ilya Samsonov, who is maybe looking for work elsewhere with the Washington Capitals. Uh, They have a couple of young bucks that are doing well for them, and he might be like an odd man out, from what I understand. Uh, So he is someone to be a possibility. Um, And the other two are very, very... And I'm hearing this one a lot is Jonathan Bernier of the Detroit Red Wings, bringing him back. He is actually, you know, and Detroit is a a work-in-progress team. They are kind of hit or miss. Um, But he has been playing pretty decent on a team like that. And that, that just goes to show you, you know, a guy like Bernier can play on a team who's struggling like the Red Wings and perform pretty well because he's a veteran compared to someone like Johansson, who's playing on a struggling team in Buffalo and who struggles to put up good numbers. Uh, He's obviously, um, he's obviously familiar with the avalanche team and city having played for them in the past. So that could be someone that they bring back. I, I think that one is of all four of these, and I'll get to the last one in a second, the best possibility. And I think that would be the best situation for them. And the last one is interesting. It's uh, someone that the Avalanche just played with uh, the Arizona Coyotes and Auntie Ranta. The, apparently the Coyotes are on the verge of throwing in a towel this season and calling it a, a year and trying to get some pieces for the future. And someone like Ranta might be a guy that they give up to get some capital. And if there's a goalie on the market, I think the Avalanche are going to be a team, no matter who it is, that uh, teams are going to contact. So he's another one that's out there. So these are just four names, and you know that there's more out there. Um, And all of them intriguing in their own right. But this is up to... Joe Joe Saka, clearly. So how it ends remains to be seen. But I do think 
the Avalanche make some sort of deal because we've just gotten no word on Pavel Francouz other than a Nazem Kadri Instagram post, which I'm not going off of that. So, all right, let's hear from our people over at Rock Auto and rockauto.com. You know rockauto.com. It's the family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand's specifications and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in the How Did You Hear About Us section so they know that we sent you to them. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. That is rockauto.com. All right, let's have a little bit of fun here and do some trivia. I'm always up game for some trivia. And like I said, The Athletic had a, a good avalanche trade history quiz. And I took it and did relatively well. I, there's 12 questions, and I missed two of them. So I'll go over the two that I missed at the end. But let's go through it. And The Avalanche trade history is is always interesting because... They're usually buyers, but we've talked about it in the past. Joe Sackick kind of holds back and doesn't make these big deals. But the Avalanche usually are always involved in something come trade deadline. So this is a good mix of uh, old and new trade deals that the Avalanche have made. So if you're at home, keep track. If you're in the car, mentally keep track. Please don't write anything down. Just... uh, Count in your head. So question number one, the Avalanche traded for Hall of Famer defenseman Ray Bork in the year 2000. What other player did they acquire in the deal with the Bruins? Options are Brian Muir, Dave Anderchuk, Nolan Pratt, and Joe Murphy. And I'll give you a second to think about it and go through it one more time. Brian, Brian Muir, Dave Anderchuk, Nolan Pratt, Joe Murphy. The correct answer, the Avalanche also acquired Dave Anderchuk. So that was the year 2000 deal for Ray Bork. Number two, which of the following players or prospects were not sent to Boston in the Bork deal? Brian Ralston, Martin Grenier, Mark Denis, or Samuel Falson? So which player or prospects were not sent to Boston in that Bork deal? Ralston, Grenier, Denis, or Falson? Correct answer is Mark Denis. So, uh, yeah, that was that's going back a little bit, and uh, that's one I got wrong. I'll just tell you right now, that's one I, I did guess wrong on that one. Uh, Avalanche TV analyst Mark Rycroft, we all know Riker, played his final NHL game in 2007 with Colorado, but he was traded as a minor leaguer the next year. Which team acquired him? St. Louis, Dallas, San Jose, or Columbus? So Mark Rycroft 
In his final year, final year with Colorado was in 2007. He was traded as a minor leaguer the next year, St. Louis, Dallas, San Jose, Columbus. He was actually acquired by the minor league team of the Columbus Blue Jackets. So that is the answer for that one. Uh, which of these current Avalanche players was not acquired through trade? This is more recent, very recent, like today's team. So which current Av player was not acquired through trade? Andre Burakovsky, Devon Taves, Jonas Donskoy, or Philip Grubauer? So which was not acquired through trade? You know, Taves was, Grubauer was, and Burakovsky was. The answer is Jonas Donskoy, free agent signing there. The Avalanche traded Keith Ballard and Derek Morris to Arizona in 2004 for Chris Gratton, Ossie Vanninen, and a 2005 second-round pick. Who did the Avalanche select with that second-round pick? Colin Wilson, Paul Stasny, Wotek Wolski, or Peter Budai? So in a deal in 2004... Uh, with Arizona, the Avalanche acquired a pick among players. Who did they take with that pick? Wilson, Stasny, Wolski, or Budai? Answers Paul Stasny. Yep. So, next one. In 1995, the Canadians traded disgruntled goalie Patrick Waugh to Colorado. After an 11-1 to loss, what team did Montreal play the night they gave up 11 goals? We all should know this one. But the options are St. Louis, Boston, Philly, and Detroit. So what was Waugh's last game when he gave up all those goals? They were against Detroit. I think most people should have get that, gotten that one. <laughs> all right. Adam Foote started his Hall of Fame career with the Nordiques slash Avalanche organization, then went on to play 187 games for Columbus, which ultimately traded him back to Colorado in 2008. What did the Avalanche give up to reacquire Adam Foote, two draft picks, Miles O'Connor, who's the father of current Avalanche forward Logan O'Connor, was it cash considerations, or was it one draft pick, Miles O'Connor, and cash considerations? So we'll go through those again. What did the Avalanche give up to reacquire Adam Foote? Two draft picks, Miles O'Connor, so straight up for Miles O'Connor. Was it cash considerations, or was it one pick? Miles O'Connor, cash considerations. This is the other one I got wrong. It was two draft picks that they gave up to get Adam Foote back in an Avalanche sweater. Uh, what two players did the Avalanche acquire at the 2020 trade deadline? So just last year, was it Vlad Nemetsnikov and Michael Hutchinson? Was it Greg Patteron and Hunter Miska? Was it Nemetsnikov and Shane Bowers? Or was it Jacob McDonald and Connor Timmons. So just last year at the trade deadline, we had them for, uh, what, eight games, and then the pause came. Uh, that answer is Nemetsnikov and Hutchinson. Uh, which notable player in Avalanche history did the first did the team first acquire through trade? So which notable player in Avalanche history did the team first acquire through trade? Was it Jerome Ginla? Peter Forsberg, Joe Sackick, or Gabe Landeskog. So maybe a little bit of, uh, you know, some a bait and switch there maybe, or playing on the word trade, but 
Uh, I don't think anybody's going to take Sackick or Landeskog there. Uh, maybe some people are going to take a Ginla because they know they got him in a trade, but uh, Forsberg clearly is the answer there uh, for that big trade deal with the Flyers. So uh, in November 2017, the Avalanche acquired a future first round first round pick from Ottawa in the Matt Duchesne trade. Which current player did the team ultimately select with that pick? Bowen Byram, Alex Newhook, Cal McCarr, Martin Kaut. So in that monster deal that sent Duchesne to Ottawa, uh, they got a pick, well, many picks out of that. So what was the first round pick that they took? Our player that they took, Bone Byron. Uh, before winning the 2000, two more to go. One before winning the 2001 Stanley Cup, the Avalanche traded for Hall of Famer Rob Blake at the trade deadline. What other player did Colorado acquire from the Kings in that deal? Was it Aaron Miller, Carlo? I butcher this guy's last name. Carlo Colavacchio, Colacovo. Kolakovo, I believe that's it. I apologize. That's not the answer. I'll give you a freebie on that one. Adam Deadmarsh or Steven Reimprecht. So Miller, Kolakovo, which is not that, Deadmarsh or Reimprecht. And it was Steven Reimprecht. Uh, that one I guessed on. I will be totally honest with you. I guessed on that one and I got it right. So uh, the Avalanche acquired Eric Johnson before the 2011 trade deadline, sending Sh- Kevin Shattenkirk, Chris Stewart, and a draft pick to St. Louis. What player came with Johnson to Colorado? David Jones, Jay McClement, Mark Olvera, or Greg Zanin? So when the Avs acquired Eric Johnson, who else was thrown in in that deal? Jones, McClement, Olvera, or Zanin? Answer was Jake McClement. So that was it. I thought that was pretty good. Uh, pretty good trivia. It was, you know. Some easy ones, some difficult ones, some you have to take a guess on, which I think is always a sign of a good trivia game. Uh, when you know some and other ones, you're you're scratching your head and saying, I'll never get that one, I'll just guess. And other ones where you go back and forth and then you choose the wrong one and slap your head and say, I'm done. So uh, how did you do? Let me know. Avalanche at gmail.com. So uh, before we get to our three stars of last week, we are going to hear from friends over at betonline.ag bet online it's the fastest and easiest way to place your bets on all of the sports action football might be over but the nba college basketball and nhl are in full swing bet online even covers award shows tv shows and reality tv real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine bet online has you covered for all the news scores and odds it is the best way to place your bet and it's free to sign up Head to the website or use your mobile device. And when you sign up, you will get a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit with the promo code locked on. Bet online, it's your online sports book experts. And definitely go check out our locked on uh, NCAA bracket. It will be in the show notes and join that and get in on uh, that action. If you win, you could be on locked on today. So check the show notes for the, uh, the link to sign up and choose your bracket and uh, try to beat me. Mine is already up there. So I'm not going to, well, I posted who I thought was going to win and it's a total crapshoot. So uh, it's just fun. (laughs) 
what else can you say about the NCAA tournament? I gave up trying to like really do homework on it and just I'd rather throw darts at two pieces of paper. Uh, and let's keep the madness going with Built Bar. And we've been talking about Built Bar for for quite a while. Uh, it's the best tasting protein bar in the market. That's non-debatable. And right now, what is in debate is what's the best flavor. So go over to BuiltBar.com right now, and they have their own Built Bar Madness Challenge with different matchups between flavors each and every day. So whatever you have ordered through our promos that we do here on, on Lockdown Avalanche, and if you've ordered some Built Bars, thank you. It's how amazing are they? And now you can head over to Built Bar and throw your support behind your favorite flavor. And after you do that, fill up your shopping cart, check out, and use the promo code LOCKED15. That is LOCKED15 to get 15% off of your next order over at the best tasting protein bar on the planet, BuiltBar.com. One more piece of business to get to, and that is the three stars of last week, not named Nathan. So I think this week is still uh, kind of similar to last week a little bit because I, I can't remember who I had on there last year, or last week, uh, but I'm pretty sure it was two of these guys. But for the third star, uh, and again, I'm going to cheat. I think I cheated a, a couple weeks ago and put three guys in for the third star. This week, I'm just putting in two guys. And I think, you know, we've talked about them many times, but I think Sam Gerard and Devon Taves deserve recognition. Taves is not, like, lighting up the stat sheet, and, and Gerard has kind of settled down a little bit in lighting up the stat sheet. Uh, but what these guys are doing and holding this defensive line and these, you know, all of these defenders – and keeping this team's defense maybe the best it's been playing all season. And that is crazy to say with guys like Makar and Byram out. But it's amazing what they are doing. And those two deserve so much credit. And I wish we could give like multiple Norris trophies out. Uh, but we can do it for the team. And if we're handing out Norris trophies for the team... We're handing out two, and we're giving one to Gerard and one to Taves because they have just what they've done over the last couple weeks is nothing short of miraculous. And we keep, you know, we keep talking about Grubauer and we need help for him, which is true. And I think Gerard and Taves, while they're they say they're fine and they're prepared for this, uh, when guys like Makar and Byram come back, it's going to be a welcome return four guys like Gerard and Taze because now their minutes will go down to 20, which will seem like a walk in the park. Second star for this week. Um, I have to give it to Miko because uh, he, he's just continued to be a dominant, dominant player, maybe even more so than the Nathan McKinnon. Uh, McKinnon seems like he's struggling a, a little bit to, you know, he's got a couple, you know, empty net goals, which, like I said, that's like a bunt in baseball. Sometimes it's what you need to get going in terms of the goal scoring. Uh, but And it could be a lot of people times, you know, understandably so, everybody's focusing on Nathan McKinnon, which will leave Miko ranting and open. 
and he needs to take advantage of those moments, and he has done that. So the game against Los Angeles, he absolutely took over that game. He took over that game like Nathan McKinnon takes over games. So uh, last week he had, what did he have? One, two, three assists and a goal. Uh, so good stats for the week, but more than that, he, he was just what they, they need him to be on a, on a regular basis. So, um, yeah, definitely deserving of a second star from me for last week. And number one has got to be Grubauer. Um, been talking about him for, you know, quite a while now and did have the loss in Arizona and then finished it up with a three straight wins and gave up two goals in those three wins. So March 10th against Arizona, just the one goal, the shutout, the first game against the Kings and then gave up one goal, the second game against the Kings. And if you saw that goal, uh, Nathan McKinnon, or excuse me, Gabe Landeskog took his vision away and he just couldn't try. There was not a lot of traffic in front of the net, except for Gabe Landeskog kind of just making his way across Grubauer's field of vision. And if that didn't happen, that was a easy save a hundred times out of a hundred, but freakish things happen like that in hockey. And it got by him. Didn't do any damage. The avalanche were up and pretty much in control of that game when it happened. But you would have liked to see him have back-to-back shutouts. That would have been great. And then for those three, that three-game stretch gave up one goal. That would have been nice. But you gave up two. Oh, well. You're still the top star of the week in my book. And obviously the NHL's book, too, because they gave it to him. So let me know what you guys think. Who uh, performed well, could be on your top three stars of the week. I want to know LockedOnAvalanche at gmail.com or follow me on Twitter, LOPN underscore Avalanche. That is going to be it for today, everybody. Um, Avalanche with a another game tonight, so hopefully they can keep this win streak going. And like I said, download the Locker Room app if you have an iOS device uh, and follow me on, on that app and on Twitter, and we'll have a conversation after the game is over. Win or lose. Um, it'll be fun. So thank you everybody for tuning in each and every day. Greatly appreciated. Have a good one. We'll see you tomorrow. Stay safe. Here's Jovi. Go, Abs, go.